You're listening to Grown and Growing with Sonia Hamlin. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me for another episode. I'm glad to be back. Um, I'm actually doing a solo episode today, which is a change of pace since for the last few episodes, I've been in conversation with some great guests. So if you haven't checked out those episodes, uh, please do. I've had some great conversations over the past few weeks. Um, But today I wanted to come and talk about something that has been on my mind a lot lately, the last few weeks. And it's about consistency. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about consistency lately. And for the most part, I am a very consistent person. I think anybody that you ask about me will will tell you that. Consistency to me is very comforting. It is something that I trust. It is something that I believe when I see it, right? Both good and bad. So if people are consistently doing great things, good things, that's something that I look for um, in, in my relationships, right? If they're consistently doing things I don't like that are bad things, I also pick up on that too and file it away. But the, the key to all of those interactions are consistency. Can I trust you to be who you say you are over a long period of time? Um, I also like being a, a person who is consistent in their life. I like being the type of person that people can rely on, whether that is professionally at work where my colleagues can uh, rely on me to give consistently thoughtful work, to give high quality work, to put my all into my work or into my friendships and my relationships, right? To be the person that they can trust to tell the truth all the time, to show up when they say they are um, going to show up. Um, and also I just hate leaving things unfinished. I have a thing about starting projects or starting endeavors and not finishing them. And uh, one example, which is actually funny because it's very minor, is how I look at chores, right? My husband and I are very different when it comes to how we should get chores done. I am very much of the mindset that when I tackle a chore, I want to do it all in that one sitting, right? So if I'm going to clean the kitchen, I'm going to wash the dishes, dry the dishes, put them away, clean off the countertops, clean off the stove, sweep the floor. I am very much um, a proponent of finishing the project. And my husband is the type who is, he likes to do a little bit every day. So one day he may sweep the floor and one day he may clean out the counters and one day he may wash the dishes, but he's not putting them away. They're going to sit on the counter. I don't like that. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to complete it, which causes friction, right? Because I have to be in the mood to do, if I look at a project like that, if I look at a chore of cleaning the kitchen as all those steps, then I'm not going to be inclined to do it all the time because it takes a lot of time. I got to work myself up to, to do that from start from A to Z. And he is of the mind is like, if you do a little bit every day, you won't have that much to do. But to me, it just feels unfinished. If you do a little bit every day, you're never quite done. You're always doing something. And I guess that's why we, we have people to help us clean and people to help us do laundry because Otherwise, I would be doing that all day. That's, I would spend the majority of my time doing those things. And that's not how I want to live. Um, it's also interesting because I do feel that way about bills too. I am not the, put a little something on it. You're not, you're not going to find me out here putting $25 on a bill. Now, 
Granted, if you do that and that works for you, great. It's just not the type of person I am. I like to pay something off. If it's large, I'm putting large amounts on it until it's gone. I don't like owing people. Anyway, I could go down that rabbit hole about unfinished business, but this podcast today is about consistency. And it's actually been on my mind a lot as it relates to the Grown and Growing podcast. Yes, I've been thinking about consistency as it relates to this podcast. Grown and Growing is a passion project for me. If you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, then you know that it is a, it's a labor of love that um, I, I kind of put out there, you know, every other week. I really love doing it. I love learning new things. It is both challenging and fulfilling and fun all at the same time. I've had a few people ask me, um, mostly men, I'm going to be honest, ask me, how am I quantifying the success of this podcast. And I find that interesting because it comes with a lot of pressure, that question, like, how do you know that your podcast is successful? And, you know, I know what they mean, right? They're like, how am I measuring the success of this podcast? And they mean, am I looking at metrics? Am I looking at stats? And look, I've been a marketing professional for over 20 years. I understand the importance of looking at your metrics. I live by it at work. It is how I am measured at work, right? So looking at the number of downloads, the number of followers, if I'm monetizing the podcast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many um, stats you can look at to determine if your podcast is being successful. However, if I solely leaned on my marketing expertise to put out this podcast, I would not have a podcast because that pressure would have been too much, right? I know that there are a list of things that you should have when you're launching a new endeavor in order for it to be successful, right? I get that. The professional Sonia understands that, right? But that professional Sonia also has a huge budget. She has a team. She has a list of consultants who are able to help her strategize and plan and execute. And she has a slew of people working on handling the operations, right? Piece of marketing, right? Because there's an operational piece to it. That is the Sonia my family eats off of. I am able to feed my family with this Sonia. When it comes to this podcast, success looks different. It is not metric based. It is not. And sometimes that's hard for a person who works in the field that I do to admit that. But I know what the goals were that I wrote down when I started the podcast. And they had nothing to do with number of downloads, number of followers, number of listeners, when I can monetize it. It had nothing to do with that. The challenge for me was to get out of my comfort zone and do something that I had been thinking about, dreaming about, planning in my head for years. The challenge was to step out of myself and do that thing, right? Even though it seemed to be, you know, out of my character, right? And technically, if you, you know, just take that you know, goal of stepping out of my comfort zone, I accomplished that by putting out the podcast. I did it. I launched it. People listened. People got something out of it, which was the most important thing to me. And I did it. Check. So technically I could 
in this podcast and move on, right? No. <laughs> in a lot of ways, launching the podcast, and I can't even believe I'm saying this at this point, launching the podcast was the easy part. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying that because if you would have asked me in December if launching the podcast was the easy part, I would have called you crazy. Like, no, that this is definitely hard. I definitely wanted to vomit <laughs> the day before I launched it. Um, but looking back from the position that I sent now, I know that launching it was the easy part. The real challenge is, can I do this hard thing over a long period of time? Can I meet the commitment that I outlined for myself before I even started this journey? Let me tell you, it is hard. It is hard to do this podcast every other week. Uh, Though I enjoy it, though I love it, it's freaking hard. And I recently did a reel or a social media post that said, just because it's your passion or you love it, doesn't mean that it won't be hard or frustrating or monotonous or boring or or challenging. You will experience these moments at some point in your journey. It's inevitable. And the podcast is hard for a couple of reasons. One is because I want everything associated with it to be high quality. That's the marketing part of me, right? I want the production to be high, the design to be high, the social media to be on point. I'm a bit type A when it comes to that. I want the look and the feel to be right and on brand. Um, But that is doubly hard when you are one man band. This is not Sonia at work with a big budget and the team to help her. I'm doing this for the most part by myself. I do have someone helping me with social media, Um, but I'm the person guiding the work, booking the interviews, making sure I have the right technology, knowing how to edit my podcast. It is a learning experience. Number two, I have a full-time job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I just got promoted to a new position. So it and it's not like a job that I can just phone in. I'm a senior director. Um, I have real responsibilities um, because they, you know, pay me well to do a good job. And uh, it's a it's a job that I can't phone in and that I don't want to phone in. It's a job that I enjoy doing. It's challenging in its own right, um, which I enjoy. Um, And so it is something, it is another part of me that I need to pour into. And then the third reason is family, right? I don't even need to elaborate on having a, on how having a family complicates what you want to do in life, because you also want to show up for the people in your family. And I didn't even mention friends and free time and rest and joy and, you know, all the other things that make up a full life. And when you take all these things together there are times when I do not want to do an episode where I've thought about taking the summer off or I've even thought about quitting the podcast altogether. If I'm being 100% honest, like this is something that I want to continue to do. And, um, you know, one example of this and and the reason that consistency has probably been on my brain a lot is because you know, I've been going through a very trying time at work. I'm holding a, a department together um, until they can, you know, until a new leader um, comes in. So I'm doing that. 
Um, I also had this wonderful trip planned to Paris and Barcelona uh, with my sisters. And I had to do a podcast before and a podcast was due immediately when I got back and I needed to do social media for when I was gone. You know, this was the perfect opportunity for me to step back and say, hmm, you don't need to do social media for that week. You don't need to put out a podcast. Just, you know, tell everybody I'm, I'm t- on vacation and the podcast can wait. And I'm, I would have every right, given all the things that I just mentioned, to do that, right? But I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I felt like I am too soon, too early in the podcasting landscape to be taking breaks. I feel like, no, you're only on episode, you know, 14 or whatever this is. And, you know, there's still a long way to go. And if you start taking breaks now... Are you going to continue to take breaks? I feel like consistency has been on my mind for those reasons, because my brain has been tricking me into believing that I could take a break, that it's time, that it's now. But I know if I work through these hard periods, I'll be stronger on the other side, you know, and I know these moments will pass. But I also know that being great or achieving success is often linked to just showing up consistently, right? Showing up and doing your best. There's a quote that says, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. And I think you can say that about consistency for sure, right? So if you're just relying on talent, the person who consistently works hard, shows up every day, gives it their best, is going to eventually overtake the person with talent. It's hard to be consistent. It really is. If it were easy, everybody would do it and everybody would be successful. Um, And so I don't want to give myself that inch because I'm scared I may take a mile. And what becomes one episode that I skip will become two and three. And all of a sudden, I'm not doing it anymore. To me, that's scarier than the alternative of just working through. So what keeps me committed? Really, I just want to prove to myself that I can do this thing. That even though it's hard, I show up every other week with good talent, with good energy, with good information, and I put it out there. And I want to give it my all and see where it takes me. I knew that starting a podcast would be a marathon and not a sprint. I knew that it's a long game that you play. And particularly in the way that I did it, right? I did all the wrong things. If you were a a marketing or a marketing expert, you would say, hmm, you're kind of starting behind the eight ball. I didn't have a large following. I wasn't on social media a lot prior to launching my podcast. I didn't have a, I don't have a product to sell. I'm an expert in marketing, but that's not what I was talking about in the podcast. I wasn't getting, trying to get people to use my, you know, marketing expertise to hire me, right? So all of those things kind of put me behind the eight ball. So I know that it's a long slug to get to be successful, to get me to the point where I'm ready to count metrics. But right now, this is an this is a, a exercise in being consistent, being committed to myself. So I wanted to talk about a few tools that kind of help me stay consistent. 
So the first thing is that I don't give myself an out. I just talked about this. I don't fall prey to the excuses. And they show up. They show up every week. Um, Part of that is imposter syndrome. Part of that is just nerves. I have to push past those voices in my head, right? I have to get past the doubts. That's the first step. Because if I give in to those doubts, you won't be hearing a podcast on every other Tuesday. The second thing is I stay focused on my goals. Before I started this podcast, I thought long and hard about what I wanted to get out of it the first year that I did it, right? I wrote my goals down and they had nothing to do with metrics and downloads. They didn't. It was, you know, they are centered around, you know, what makes me feel accomplished as a person. Um, And, you know, if I can reach one person with what I'm putting out, I will feel success, right? So I often go back to those goals. I actually wrote them down. They're in a document that I wrote that my husband made fun of me for when I first put it together Um, because I wanted to be able to go back to something and say, Sonia, these were your goals. Are you meeting them? Are you meeting these expectations? Um, And so I wrote them down and and I do often visit them. The third thing is more tactical. Set a schedule that works for you. In the beginning, I wanted to do a weekly podcast. I wanted to put a podcast out every week, but I had to take a look at my life and be realistic about what I could do. I looked at my life and I was like, girl, there ain't no way. There is no way I could do a weekly podcast right now. Just given the demands of my family, the age of my kids, my husband, my job is demanding. I knew a promotion was coming down the pike. Not that my current job wasn't demanding enough, but I knew that there were more things that I wanted to accomplish professionally. And doing a weekly podcast would have sent me, doing a weekly podcast would have been very, very, very difficult. And I probably wouldn't be able to sustain it. So setting a schedule that works for you. Every other week, some people may look at that and be like, mm, no, people are forgetful. They're gonna, that's not, that's not gonna work. But that works for me. And if that means I have to work a little bit harder to make sure that people don't forget the podcast, then so be it. Another thing that I have to do is set a schedule for the week and make sure that I am intentional about meeting those deadlines every week so I'm not rushing at the last minute. The fourth thing is to ask for or hire the help that I need. I knew from the jump that I would need help with social media. Social media wasn't my thing. Uh, What is that Kourtney Kardashian voice or is that Kim Kardashian? I don't know. They sound the same. It's not my thing. I'm just not into it. Um, (laughs) I knew I was going to need help with social media. So it was a priority that I hire someone immediately to help me with the thing that I knew I wasn't good at. I also know when I need to have help with other things, like if I need my husband to help me edit, or if I need my friends to offer me advice. I have a lot of friends in, in the marketing, branding, you know, communications fields, and they provide a lot of expert advice to me. So asking for help when I need it. The next thing is having people cheer you along the way. This is a long haul, guys. It's a long haul. I said it before. Doing a podcast is, is you know, you have your eye on um, the long game. It is not a short sprint. 
And so having people in my life who believe in me, who believe in growing and growing, and uh, who see the potential of what I'm doing helps. So that comes in the forms of, of many people, right? That's my coach. Helps me out, keeps me focused. When I want to give up, she's there uh, helping me, you know, helping me get through the hard times. My therapist helping me get over my imposter syndrome, helping me dig deep about why, you know, I get such anxiety about putting a podcast out every other week, still six months in. My friends who tell me, you know, that they listen to the podcast and they send me text messages about which parts have affected them and or just tell me good job. You know, listeners, uh, other people I don't know sending me messages on DM is so helpful to me. And they always come when I most need it, uh, come at the most unexpected times, but it is when I most need it, when I'm most feeling unsure about something. So thank you to everybody who has ever said anything kind about this podcast. It really fuels me. And then the last thing is, is leave perfection out. I'm really trying to get better at this. I am, or I can be a perfectionist. I like things done a certain way. I, I know all of the things that I should be doing. I know I should have a better website. I know I want to blog. I know I want to do SEO. I want to know, I know I want to do more videos, more reels. I, I have this long list of things that I know that I should be doing, but the goal is not perfection right? The goal is to consistently improve over time. And so I know I have to give myself time to check those things off the box and they will come. They will come. So I have to leave perfectionism out of it or I won't be able to accomplish a thing. Look, consistency is hard. It can be messy It brings all of your weaknesses or your shortcomings to the forefront for you to contend with. In the short term, it's easy to give up. It's easy to stay where you are comfortable. But you'll always wonder, what if? What if I didn't give up? And you'll never know what's on the other side, what you could have accomplished if you just stuck with it. I would rather fail trying and giving it my best than to never have tried at all. So this is me trying, this is me being consistent, and this is me showing up. I hope you'll keep showing up for me and listening and sharing and enjoying this podcast. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Yeah.